Alright, hi guys. This is my first episode. Um, it will have a title, but at this second, I don't know what the title is. Um, so I just wanted to start with uh, how I, like what my steps were with Jacob and how I got him diagnosed with autism. Like what the signs were, because maybe you are in the same boat as I was. Or maybe you're not, or maybe you're just curious, you know, I'm not sure. So, um, when Jacob was two, he was not talking. Um, he didn't really do that whole baby babble that, um, you know, pediatricians ask you about. Um, like saying mama, dada, he wasn't doing that. And... So that immediately to me was a red flag because I have a sister with a genetic disorder and she also didn't speak when she was two and she has had speech delay and speech problems throughout her life. And so when Jacob was speech delayed, that immediately to me was like, oh, well, we should get him, you know, checked. So I went to the pediatrician, and she said, you know, let's wait. He'll start talking in his own time. Um, it'll just come time. It'll just happen. Um, so I was like, okay. Well, this might have happened a few months before because I kept waiting and waiting, and it didn't. So a couple months before that, before he was two, he wasn't walking. He still wasn't walking. So every milestone that he had, you know, that doctors ask you about if they hit it, Jacob didn't hit. He was delayed. And that also the pediatrician was like, you know, let's, every kid's different. You know, it'll happen when it happens. And Jacob was my only child at the time. And I had nothing to compare him to except for other parents and other kids. So I was like, oh, he should be doing that, but I don't know for sure. So, you know, my gut was to, there was something, but also I had a professional telling me, you know, to wait. So, you know, I didn't know what to do as a mom. Because you want the best for them, but you just don't know what to do in the crossroads like that. So, so um, around two, I went and seen a nurse practitioner in the same uh, doctor's office. And I told her my concerns. And not only was Jacob not talking, but he wasn't making eye contact with me. He wasn't uh, responding to his name. You know, any of those things that you don't think are that alarming, but I guess looking back on it now, it it was really alarming when I compare him to my daughter. But, you know, at the time I was like, yeah, this is concerning, but not super alarming. So the nurse practitioner that I seen, she was amazing. She still is, but she said, you know, he seems like he might be autistic, you know, the standard stereotype, you know, he's not making contact, eye contact, not speaking, yada, yada, yada. So I was like, okay, well, we should get him tested. 
So she connected me to a resource in my town where they um, they just like evaluate him and do all these tests on him to see where he stands for his age. And so they did that. And like I said, he was two at the time. And it came back that he was borderline autistic. So at two, it's very hard to diagnose autism. So he was just borderline, meaning like he could be autistic or he could not be autistic. It's really hard to tell at two. It's hard to say if it's autism or if it's just a big boy or a kid. I won't say boy, but or a kid. So they said we should reevaluate him when he's older. Well, so that was like, I felt like that was a shot in the dark. Like, I felt like I was going to have the answers, and then I didn't get the answers. But I guess a good outcome for the resources was um, Jacob began to get speech therapy in our home through Child Developmental Services. And they would come to our house and spend about an hour with him a day, not a day, like once a week, and work on speech and sign language. Sign language was really big. They called it play therapy. Um, And then there was a speech therapist that came. And I will say that the speech therapist came separate from the play therapist. Both of them came once a week for an hour. And the play therapist, I thought, was more beneficial for him because, you know, he's only two, so it was more playful. And she did more sign language, honestly, with him than the speech therapist with him. Um, in his first sign language word he learned was more, please, more please, and... I don't know how many moms out there who teach their kids sign language, but that, like, small bit of just those two words and him being able to tell me was a world of difference. Just, like, so much difference. And so, so just for this episode, that's just a small part of how we got things rolling, rolling. It was a long process. Um, he's five now, almost six, but it was a long process and that's just how we got started. And I will say if, if anyone is feeling like, you know, your child's not up to where you think, or if you have a gut feeling and I feel like sometimes you just need to go with your gut. You know, sometimes doctors are right, but then sometimes as a mom or as a dad, you have to just go with your gut and what you're feeling. So I would say just push for it and, you know, reach for those resources because there's so many resources out there that I had no idea about. And so I guess that's the end of this episode, and I feel like I kind of rambled on about it. (laughs) 
I will see you guys next time.